Welcome to Clear Headed. I'm so happy you're here. It's very LA of me, but I want to start every episode with one big deep breath. So if you're out running errands or you're sipping your first cup of coffee or tea in the morning, or maybe you're winding down for bed, I want you to join in. So breathe in and breathe out. Okay, let's get clear-headed. Let's wrap up January with me and Sarah. We're talking about this experience. What does commitment look like to us? Whether it's sobriety, this podcast, or to each other, we dive in deep. It's not foreign to us to commit to things, Sarah. You're committed, you're committed to me. We're committed to being sober. We've committed to doing this podcast together. You're a producer. You do so many things on the business side. I, I couldn't do it without you. <laughs> it's the first time I'm utilizing my business degree. I know. I know. How does it feel? Like a piece of cake, honestly. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I think the problem was I just wasn't passionate about business. But now I'm realizing if there's a business that you are passionate about. Yeah. You can use, you know, that degree. Yeah, let's talk about that because I think that we're checking in with everybody. I want to know how everybody's feeling about the conversations that they're listening to. I feel like for the first time in my life and my career, I'm doing something that I truly, truly am passionate about. With acting, with comedy, the ego is always involved. And I don't know if that's because we got sober and I think when you get sober – your ego gets shaken a little bit because you realize that there are things that you are really weak on as basic as feeling and emotion and dissecting problems and sitting and being still getting sober for me made me realize how uh, much I need to work that muscle and then with this podcast and this experience and these conversations, I'm I'm realizing that if you have a drive and a desire to do something, the matter of the outcome is really eliminated. I don't feel the pressure, the expectation. I just want to spread love and and good energy and knowledge and experience and perspective and points of view. And I think that we've achieved that in this first month with our, so our theme of commitment. I think the thing with sobriety is if you've had a drinking problem and it's probably hindered your life to some degree, it's always a good excuse. Like, oh, I didn't book that audition because I was hungover mm-hmm. or I didn't get the call back because I stayed out really late. And so when you get sober, there's this thing called kind of like a pink cloud, right? Where you're expecting everything in your life to change because you got sober, because you think Everything that was wrong was from the alcohol. So you put, I think, an immense amount of pressure on yourself to succeed almost instantaneously. Yeah. And sometimes that's the case for the first month or two months. Like everything does get better Mm -hmm. and you realize there are more opportunities and you are following through with things. But then that sort of starts to like peter off. Yeah. You go, oh my God, where's my crutch? Yes. And you can get really disappointed in yourself and you can be really hard on yourself. And I think... That's where the ego comes in with acting and whatever other endeavors you're doing to be successful. Yeah. Whereas something like this podcast, 
it doesn't really have to do with us. I mean, obviously we're a part of it. Right. And we're facilitating these conversations. Right, right. But ultimately, our goal of, of this podcast is to bring perspective to people. And I think when you remove the ego, things become a little easier. And we've been able to... You gain clarity. Yes. You get clear-headed. You do. Nice little plug there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You can reach an audience that is willing to listen and be supportive because it's not you-centric. Right. You know, I want to circle back to the topic of sobriety because our first episode was about sobriety. It's something that we've experienced. We have over a year, a little over a year of experience with under our belt. And the feedback that I've been getting from everybody who's listening that I've heard from is that the most impressionable episode has been the sobriety episode. So with sobriety comes commitment, commitment that we just talked about a little bit, but how do you further commit to a choice or a challenge that you have decided to implement? Here's what I'm going through right now. The pink cloud that you mentioned has gone away. It's been away for a little bit with sobriety for me. And I think that that's kind of a goal for most people to be able to live without the pink cloud and still feel comfortable and still feel smooth and feel that transition. And for some, it takes a lot longer than others. Now that not drinking doesn't feel foreign to me, the commitment that I have to it has changed because it's not something that I think about every day. It's not something that I stress over or feel like I constantly have to cope with, which is a blessing and definitely like a a really great landmark to try to get to emotionally and now I find myself thinking oh my gosh I'm so glad I don't have to anymore has that changed for you too yes I think the first like six months are the hardest or were the hardest for me and then going further you know you reach a year and it sort of just becomes like a part of who you are in a way. I also think that we're in a very fortunate position where we're not put in a ton of social situations Mm -hmm. in which we have to navigate being sober and Mm -hmm. not drinking. Right. We don't have conventional jobs. Yeah. We don't have to go get drinks with coworkers and that type of thing. So for me, I feel because I did get sober during the pandemic, it was a little bit easier for me to transition into like, this is just part of my identity now. Right. But I think I just, my commitment to it definitely feels more inherent in a way. Like I don't have to think about it. It's not something that I'm consciously like, don't drink, don't drink, don't drink. And I feel very fortunate that it's not that way. Right. We want commitment in our lives to change and to you get to redefine what commitment means to you. And For something as fragile and as heavy at the same time as sobriety is, commitment can look like five days of no booze. Commitment can look like one night of no booze. Commitment can look so different and so vast. And I think that's my my point. That's my point in having this conversation at the end of January. If you did dry January and you feel revitalized, if you did dry January and you think that you quote unquote failed, which you didn't, there is no failure. You attempted, which is your win. If you did dry January and you want to continue into February, what I want to tell you is that commitment to being a non-drinker can change. It did for Sarah. It did for me. So I want that if you're listening, you to know that commitment is a definition that can change. And that's unique and personal to you, to every individual. Yes. Yes. You know? So 
I hope that these conversations over this last month have been able to give you a better grasp on what commitment can mean depending on the topic, depending on where you are at in your life, and how you want to define it moving forward. Sarah and I have commitment like throughout our life. Sobriety, our relationship, we really decided to commit to each other in ways that we individually had never committed to any other person before in a relationship. For me, I had never moved in with somebody or been with a woman. So mm-hmm. that was a big that was a big commitment and I'm so happy with it. And we choose every day to stay committed to each other, creatively being there for each other, in a friendship being there for each other and romantically being there for each other. Which not to tease too much or pull into February too much, but staying romantic with each other is a topic that we will discuss in February. So I'm excited for that. And I think in terms of relationships, commitment definitely changes over time. And I think it's sort of the opposite as it is to sobriety because Mm. I think you have to implement new and different things as your relationship grows and the more time you spend with each other to make sure that it's new and fresh and your partner feels loved and your communication is still there and It's really easy to slip into patterns when you're in relationships and when you're sharing your life with someone. You have to be sure not to project onto your partner. And those are, you have to commit to not doing those things. Right. Because if you don't, your relationship won't work. Right. So in a way, you're almost committing harder. Mm -hmm. But in doing that, the end result is so beautiful. Yeah. And you challenge yourself. You push yourself. You stretch your muscles. You grow as a person. Right. And you grow with that person. Yeah. Commitment to growing with each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've said it before, but I really think that there's so much pressure with the month of February to like be in a commitment or be in a committed relationship or, you know. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day. Yeah. Commit to romance. But really, I think that what Sarah and I have found within the relationship that we have is really the most important commitment is to yourself because you can come to a relationship broken, you can come to a relationship still working or a mess, but the most important thing that keeps a relationship flourishing is a commitment to changing and evolving together. So we've definitely done that. We have. And with this new commitment that we've come together to do which is this podcast moving forward it's like a different kind of commitment it's commitment to our creativity and to a message which is really important which i think is fueling us every day is this message of clarity and how you get there everybody has that moment or will have that moment or is approaching or currently having that moment and how do we share it with each other so that people feel less alone in their moments of clarity and more inspired to continue moving towards that goal. Yeah, and to know that sometimes your moments of clarity are messy. Yeah. They're not perfect. They take a couple tries, but you're evolving and you're changing, and that's beautiful. Yeah. So wrapping up this month and heading into the next month, I want to make a commitment to you, to whoever is listening 
that we are going to continue to bring you those moments in every way that we can. Sometimes it's with bonus episodes. Sometimes it comes out in really short rapid fire combos like this past month on commitment to your art with Ram Reyes. And who knows, maybe down the line, there'll be longer episodes, but I'm committing to you. And I'm committing to you, Sarah. I'm committing to you too, Kate. (laughs) Well, thank you for listening. We've had such a lovely time so far. And I hope that you've gained a little bit of clarity over this past month of commitment. If you have a point of view, write it in the reviews and please slide into our DMs if you have other moments that you want to come in and chat with us about. Make sure to follow us at Clearheaded Podcast on Instagram, subscribe on Spotify, and follow along on Apple Podcasts to get notified when we drop new episodes. We will be sticking with the 30 minutes or less theme heading into February, so give yourself the gift of listening. Talk to you next month.